to Dove and Dragon Radio. I'm your host, Emma Rustak. I'm here with my special guest, Ellis Lucas. Welcome. Well, hey, uh, it's a it's a pleasure to finally get to get to be on your show. I'm very honored, and uh, uh, thank you so much. I'm just honored to be here. Yeah, it, we've had some technical get, difficulty get, getting he, you here today, and. I'm sure this virus that's going around isn't helping anything, so I appreciate it. The connection is really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's horrible out there, so I'm glad that we're able to do this remotely to accommodate everyone and maybe hey, educate call, or I... entertain people. Yeah, can can I call back in? Uh, the connection's so bad I can't hear you. It's just breaking up. Uh, enjoy. Satan's control Yeah Thought about me How the more things change The more they stay the same Everywhere I look I see Same old thing Another young soul Bound up shackled and chained See that look in your eyes Think about me
Okay, let's try this again. Can you hear me now? Oh yeah, finally, finally, I, uh, I, uh, I kept getting this recording there that said there was phone line troubles and uh, you know couldn't be, and so finally, um, and and I tried this number here too a couple times and same thing, but now we're we're good here. So, well, well, it's it is it, an incredible privilege to finally get to to meet you. And thank you for. Man, you're just incredible patience here, and such a, such an honor and a pleasure to to get to be on your show today. So thank you. Well, no, thank you for joining me. I I love doing this for authors and artists and everyone. It a it gives us entertainment as listeners, and b it gives yes. our message out as authors and musicians. So. Well, yeah, well, good. Uh, yeah. yeah it helps everyone. So, 
Yeah, and I tell you, um, I just, I just happened to be, uh, you know, uh, both of those things. They're an author and a musician there, so uh, exactly. Anyhow, that's why we have you on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, greetings. Well, I want to say hello to all your listeners out there, and uh, tell you guys that uh, tell all of you out there and. You know, Melissa's uh, listening land there that, uh, you know, uh, you're listening to uh, a worthy show here, and this is an incredible, incredible, incredible host that you get to listen to, and uh, she's been so, so gracious uh, with me here over the last few few days here, and so, uh, you know, tell all your friends about the show there, and, um, and uh, anyhow, just know that you're listening to a good a good a good show and a good host. Well, thank you for that very much. But let's put the focus on you where it should be, which is your books and your music. Which one did you start with first? Well, um, you know, I, I wrote I wrote my autobiography first and really it, it the first the first edition of it was really titled Personal Memoirs from a, a Father to a Son. And um, and and really that that's exactly what you know the potter and the clay is today. What it started out as was just a you know a a long exhaustive letter to my son, but it uh, you know it became uh, you know known around the world before it was all said and done. And um, uh, so and what what happened to it was. Um, it went from uh, personal memoirs to a father to a son to um, you know being picked up by a, a really solid publishing house there, and you know they had me rewrite parts of the uh, the book there, and um, you know we retitled it there and released it back in 2014, and it um, you know it just uh, took off from there. See, that's where some of the best books come from, was when you're not trying to write the book and you're trying to yes. get a letter or something to <clears throat> someone. And that's where Boy. ideas go. Oh, my goodness, Melissa, you said a mouthful right there because I had no no thoughts that this would ever be a book. I, I wasn't writing it at all with that in mind. And, you know, my wife Peggy, though, she... You know, she, 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 for years, I mean, she said, oh, she, you've got to share your story. I mean, you know, and one day you're going to write a book. Well, you know, well, that's the funny thing about it is, was, you know, I, uh, man, I, I, I never even finished high school. You know, I went back and later got a GED, but, you know, I, I never could have imagined writing a book. But like you say, it, you know, it's funny how that works out because certain things in our lives can pop up out of the blue that trigger something inside of us that's so powerful. And uh, I wrote that whole book. I wrote that book in less than three months because I, I just tore my Achilles tendon at work. And during that time, I started to write this letter to my son. And it was so personal. It was so is so emotional and you know if I was actually writing a book 
I, I'm pretty sure I couldn't have wrote one and been this transparent, you know, and really just, you know, put myself out there like that. But I'm glad I did because of the many, many, many people who've, uh, you know, it's who's really it's touched, and um, so I'm really thankful that, uh, you know, Peggy always encouraged me to do that because, you know, today I can look at, you know, the broken side of my past and see how, you know, the the healing of my life and how it all happened, you know, has been inspiration for so many broken lives the whole world over, you know. Right. Well, some of our best stories, some of the best authors I've had on the show personally have had personal struggles, have wrote nonfiction biographies about their lives and been 100% transparent. Those are some of the best stories out there because they're 100% true. We don't start off writing a book. We start off writing a journal or, in your case, a letter to your son. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's kind of funny because it was just this massive, long, long thing there. I mean, it was around 50,000 words or something. And, you know, the uh, it's kind of funny because, I mean, I, like, know nothing about publishing back then. And so, and Peggy says, well, let's submit that. And so I did. And, and I got a message back from this publishing house. What is this, you know? And, it's a manuscript. Where's the titles? Where's the index? Where's, oh, you know. <laughs> so anyhow, but it, uh, oh, is, is uh, yeah. My thing with publishing companies is, and this is for future authors, when you're writing mm-hmm. a manuscript and you're getting these no's or getting these <clears throat> negative feedbacks, don't look at it as a personal attack. Look at it as a learning experience. This is what they're wanting. This is what they're telling you that you need. Yes. Yeah, uh, but the second part to that is they said, this is an absolutely unbelievable, incredible story. Can you break this down into chapters and that give it titles? And so, and you know, and, and really that was pretty easy to just go break it down uh, the original manuscript was pretty, you know, I uh, I didn't know anything about writing. I'd never studied literature, journalism, anything like that, you know, and stuff. And uh, so it's just raw. But, you know, um, when uh, Hillcrest Media picked it up, you know, and took, put it into the, um, and it became the potter and the clay, that's where they really said, really brought the the real structure into it and um, really gave me some guidelines on what to do to um, to really shape it up. And then they, of course, you know, edited everything and they polished it up. And you know, um, surprisingly, the, the original text wasn't, you know, a total disaster, but, you know, it, uh, you know, it, uh, it, needed some it certainly needed. Help. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It needs somebody new to a little bit about that, and uh, anyhow. But it's been a, it's been an incredible journey because, you know, there's a, there's so many people, Melissa, out there right now, and they have a message inside of them. They have a story to tell a lot of them, and they're sitting there saying, you know, oh, if I could just figure out a way to write it into a book, if I could just do a book. Well, you know, listen, um, 
you know, shut out all the doubts out of your mind and just sit down and at your computer and pull up a Word document and just just start sharing your story. Just pour your heart out onto that thing and, um, you know, uh, if if you got a story in your heart, listen, it's it's probably there, you know, by design for a purpose. And I encourage you, don't let your 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 fears and your doubts stand in the way. You know, write that thing, and um, you know uh, if you're out there and listen listening to the audience today, uh, go to ellislucas dot com and just send me a message. I'll I'll send you uh, some some pointers and some some you know, ways to approach it, but man, um, I encourage you, if you're, uh, got something in you, you know, um, man, sit down and write it, you know. Exactly. We, we always encourage people out there, if you have a story, write it. If you have something to say, write it down. There is no right or wrong answer on how to write. Some people have to plan for years to write a story, and others just Sit at the computer with a Word document yeah. and start typing. There's yeah. no right or wrong, just right. Well, yeah, you know, and the other thing was is that um, that uh, I would just want to tell them is that you know I'm also a speaker. I'm a I'm a musician, songwriter, recording artist. But I remember the day, man, where. I was so afraid to share anything, you know. I was terrified of the stage. I was terrified of speaking. And, you know, the shocking thing that that really helped me to turn a corner was, you know, the early times when I first began to play some music publicly or when I first started to speak. And to hear people come up and say, oh, my gosh, you know, I needed to hear that and stuff. And, you know, uh, you may be um, scared, you know, you may be timid about doing it, but listen, uh, um, people want to hear that. They want to hear what you got to say, and uh, they need they need the inspiration. And the, you'll be amazed at the confidence that comes from just hearing those simple you know that was special. You know that really that really spoke to me. You know, right? But there's a flip side of that. You stay away from the people that tell you you can't do it. No one wants to hear you. No one wants to read your stuff. Get away from those people. They're just pulling you down and they're ruining you oh, your light. Thank you for saying that. Thank you. I was just talking to my wife this morning, Peggy, about that, and um, you know she was been going through some stuff here last few days and stuff, and uh, I was just, uh, you know, my wife is this incredible, beautiful family nurse practitioner. I mean, she's, you know, the literally, in my opinion, you know, I just, I just respect her, I admire her, I just see this incredible human being, and yet, you know, she uh, gets her confidence rattled every now and then, and I tell her exactly what you said, Melissa, and uh, what what I hope your listeners is really, really taking to heart is that don't let anybody, you know, dictate the the path that you're on, you know. You know, listen to yourself. Believe in yourself, you know. Um, because, listen, people have gifts and, and very much in talents and, 
you know, don't don't ever let anybody, don't let your even your own your own the voices in your head just don't even listen to them. Just just do it, you know, just get out here and start, you know, putting you know, just do your thing there and uh uh you know but it is it, it's yeah, and, and listen, it's not easy. I'm not saying it's easy, and it's not. I don't think it's meant to be easy. I think that challenges are are strength building, character building things inside of us, and you know, it's it's uh, it's definitely not easy to uh, you know to overcome the you know the negative side of life. But uh, you know, but that's why that's the beauty about you know is having faith in your you know in in ourselves here and um you know it, it's just one it's one step at a time you know you you know you just put one foot in front of the other and just start you know applying what's in your heart and uh, you'll be amazed at what happens exactly i mean okay those of you have, who have been listening to me since 2017 have seen me or heard me grow so much on the show. When I first started, I was so timid about being on the radio, so nervous, and it came through when I was talking to authors, talking to graphic designers and stuff. It got to the point where it took me talking to a life coach who is now my best friend in the entire world. I mean, I go to him on mentoring for business ends and stuff like this, but it took working with him to go, you have this light inside of you. You're an awesome personality. Why are you letting the light be dimmed by some outside force? <clears throat> now, at the time, he didn't know mm. what the outside force was. Yeah. It's all public knowledge now. But at the time, he didn't know. I was like, you're right. Why am I doing something that I love and I'm scared to do it because I'm listening to someone's else's opinion their opinion doesn't matter because their opinion does not reflect my show my character my willingness to help other people yeah and, and a lot of times even i might even say with that there melissa is that you know when you're hearing all this outside uh you know opinions about what you can do and what you can't do it really you're just hearing people say that they're just confessing their own limits more than anything, they just—I mean—it's their own doubts that are saying that because, you know, and that's all the more reason to get out here and to, and to do it is to uh, to be an inspiration to other people. But man, Melissa, I'm sitting here listening to you on the show today. I'm enjoying it so much, and I couldn't imagine for a second you being timid to do this because you're so—you uh, you know, you're just so so gifted at it and uh anyhow well, I, but uh yeah i've gotten to the p- point this is my show i own it so <laughs> amen <laughs> like, yes yeah so, oh yeah and, and you know i'm hearing you and oh my gosh you know um it's got to be inspiring for your listeners out there just uh just to hear that story of your own uh you know early beginnings and and things there, and I, I get back to my early beginnings, you know, I was, I, w- I, I was a worship leader, man, many, many years ago, probably at a Calvary Chapel down in Kansas City, and 
you know, basically I got thrown in the fire because there really wasn't anybody, and they knew I played guitar. And, uh, oh, I can remember getting up there, Melissa, and looked out there, and there was only probably 70 or 80 people at that, at that time. It was a new church, and I almost threw up. I mean, I, I thought I was going to pass out, you know. And, uh, you know, today I'm, as president of His Heart United, you know, stuff, we, uh, man, we, we have a major weekend you know, events at different places and big venues, you know, that seat thousands of people and uh some of some of the greatest rock and roll stars in the you know, uh that are in the Hall of Fame are very close friends of mine today, you know, and they play out uh, at our events and uh you know, I went from uh you know, almost throwing up on the stage eighteen years ago, you know, to be on national international television and uh and and the only and I didn't really do anything other than I just you know I just ke- I just kept doing it I just kept doing it I just kept on you know playing and getting getting a little bit more confident and I enjoyed doing it I loved doing it and um, and it was really just you know the the encouragement and the support from you know people around us and and really I, I tell you when people. You know, when they start, you know, mustering up the courage to to start writing, to go out and speak, you know, play music, whatever whatever it is there, you know, there there will you know, there might be people over here that are telling you, Hey, you can't do that, you know, you can't do this but there will also be people there that will encourage you and that will say, Man, you know, you know, you really and you really uh, got a, got a gift there, you know. Hang in there, keep doing it, you know. Right. There, you have to find the ones that give you positive feedback, not the ones that fill you with hot air, but ones that actually generally see the value in what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. Hey, I, I was just thinking, you know, Einstein created the light bulb, you know, and stuff there, and um, they used to. You know, they they thought he was clinically insane. A lot of people did, you know. And uh, you know, it was it was quite a journey before he, because they people thought, man, you're crazy, man. You're gonna create some what? But you know, he was asked one time, you know, uh, when he was speaking, somebody asked him, Mr. Einstein, what was what did it feel like? Failed ten thousand times before you finally got it right, and he just laughed at him and he said, uh, "I've never failed in my life. I just found ten thousand different ways it didn't work." You know, right? You never failed. And eventually, and today we can flip the switch, and mm-hmm. there it is. Yep. I, I mean, you never fail. There's no such thing as actually failing Mm-mm. unless you no. try. If you're not trying, trying, then you can only fail. Well, yeah, that's then you fail. Then you fail. You failed yourself. Yes. You failed yourself. And let me tell you, you know, uh, you know, I, I've just got back off a major television tour, and I've been out all over the place, and you know, and you know, I tell people, you know, they ask me, you know, I, you know, my books and and my stuff. A lot of my stuff deals with. Uh, you know, just what I call an 
ever-increasing epidemic of human suffering, you know, through abuse, abandonment, addiction, you know, all that different stuff, you know, rejection, you know, emotional trauma, you know, and um, that that so many of us, you know, we've all been affected some way or another uh, by by just these, you know, complications in life today in a society. But, you know, I tell people, you know, that people are bound by so many things out here in in this world, you know, that we're living in today, you know, addictions, pornography, I mean, anger. But, uh, you know, the, the, the most gripping, difficult thing that there ever is to to break free from, which is normally the root cause of all the other stuff, is fear. It's self-doubt. And if people can just, you know, break free from from the inner fears, and just the, the the doubts and stuff, you know, because you know the longer that the longer that we, you know, we we let those insecurities, you know, uh, can influence our thoughts. The longer they're going to call the shots in our lives, and we're robbing ourselves, and we're robbing the world of an invaluable asset, and that is the person, you know, that you were gifted to be, the person this world needs you to be, and you know, people may may see themselves as insignificant. Well, there's no such thing. We're insignificant when we make ourselves insignificant. And, uh, you know, and uh, like you said before, the only way we're going to fail is when we just refuse to, uh, yeah, when we refuse to, to, to do it and, um and we we fail ourselves in the process there. And that's that's a no one understands this better than someone that's overcome their own fears to try. Mm. Oh man. Yeah, I'm just and 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 you know, and I'm just really thankful I didn't throw up on the stage there that morning. <laughs> I am too. But, See, oh, I'm, I'm yeah. Um, two oh. I was doing a book sign. My very first book sign. I was so scared. Now I had. Um, I was congratulations. Okay, doing a wig. I had a wig at the time. No, that's 2016. I'm sorry, because my head was very <laughs> shaved from um, getting ready to have surgery again. So, mm. so I was wearing wigs. So my self confidence was really shattered at that point. So oh. last year, wow. I start. Then right after that, I started doing very small, a local craft show, and I started having fun with it. I had more fun when I was just by myself with my daughter than I did with yeah. my significant other at the time because I was getting that oh, feedback. So last mm. year, I had the opportunity to join, I think, 25 other authors at this huge event in downtown Columbus at what we call German Village, mm-hmm. and I, I owned the show. It was, no, I'm going to go up here and read, do a reading for my book. I'm going to go up here and talk to the authors. I'm going to go up there and talk to the people just walking around. Two years ago, I would not have been able to do that because I doubted myself so much. But I got to the point mm-hmm. where I have to own this. There's no one in this area that knows my story better than me. And, Melissa, you are sitting here 
unbelievable story. I mean, you're 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 inspiring me here right now. Um, man, you know, I just had a thought there that you just had all the surgery. I don't know what type it was, but you know, just overcoming that alone, you know, is one thing. But you know, I've I've always said, you know, that suffering has been my greatest teacher in this life and it was undoubtedly you know the you know the the source that led to the transformation that empowered me to go out here and uh and do what i'm doing today you know and stuff and that it was the hardships you know mm-hmm. you know hope it you know it's been said you know the charles Hedden Spurgeon said that hope it's like a star out there you know it's not seen you know, in the sunshine, the prosperity, and the comforts of good times, you know, the the best kind of hope is discovered in a pitch black night of suffering and hardships and adversity, you know, and stuff there. Exactly. See, I credit my illnesses from 2011 because that's when I got sick and started going really downhill with my health to being where mm. I'm at today. Without that struggle, of going through a brain surgery without having the strokes that I had, without needing to literally pick myself up from nothing because Mm. I would not be able to be here to write the books, to inspire people, to go out and be a motivational speaker. So I really, really, really accredit everything I do to all my illnesses. Mm. Without being able to overcome that darkness, I wouldn't be here. You know, I said that. I said that in my new book, Wanted, that, you know, that Mm -hmm. those greatest, greatest obstacles in our lives, those greatest something, it may be a failure, it may be just what you're talking about, but those greatest moments, those, those pivotal moments in our lives that we think that for most people, it probably would set them on the shelves. Those those great pivotal moments that we see as hardships and different things, those can also effectuate the undisclosed catalyst that empowers some of life's most unlikely, you know, unsuspecting, unqualified, you know, people to go out there and accomplish some of life's most extraordinary things that 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 doesn't, you know, that brings purpose and meaning and passion to their lives that otherwise wouldn't be there that came out of those, you know, those moments in their lives. And, man, Melissa, I, I just got to say how much that I, I admire you and and your courage. To, I mean, no wonder you're out here right now doing such a great work because, you know, you, you have uh, you've overcome much and you have, you know, you have moved a mountain suffering, you know, to to come out here and be a voice and to say that, hey, you know, nothing is impossible here. Right. I went from, okay, 2011, this is how far I've come, not able to be able to walk, <clears throat> talk, communicate outside of pecking on a computer screen. That's all I could do. I well, now have eight books out, and I have this awesome show where I can network with Mm. Other authors such as yourself. Well, that's a pretty powerful pecking. That's uh, what I would say. But you know, oh well, 
Oh, Melissa, congratulations for, you know, for all your books and everything that you're doing. But even more, you know, congratulations for, you know, for really just having the courage to uh, understand that, uh, well, for just refusing to to be refusing to accept defeat and just, I mean, that I, I could, I, I just think your show here, you know, is, is going to be, uh, oh, it's, it's so needed for one thing, but I mean, I, I, I just can tell you that I can't even fathom the kind of, uh, you know, influence, you know, the span of, what your story, what your uh, what your heart is going to do for people out there, uh, all around the world. I really believe in what you're doing here, and I uh, look at the books. I mean, they're inspiring people. You've been on national TV, inspiring people. This is what we mm. do. We have to use our stories, our voice, <clears throat> yep. to inspire people to lift themselves up. Oh, definitely. Yeah. You know, my story and my wife's story, both of them were based on my first book. They were, um, uh, they were featured on Unshackled. It's a, it's a drama radio series. It's the oldest running drama series, uh, in the whole world. And it was, uh, so they acted out our life stories in a three part, 30 minute, uh, drama series. And, uh, you know, it was played all over the world in 14 different, languages and i mean on moody radio and you have millions and millions and millions of listeners and uh you know my my story is different than yours though i mean you you you've quickly become one of my heroes here by you know i my my suffering was self-inflicted i was i was full of anger i was full of you know all kinds of just crap when i was young when i was just a and I got tangled up in drugs. I got, you know, and it just was, you know, it just went downhill from about 11 years old on. And it wasn't until 35 when everything changed and it changed on a dime. But, you know, there are a lot of people that, that struggle with addictions, with drugs, with anger, with different things there. But then there's people out there like you too, uh, Melissa, that, you know, they're not out there tangled up in all this other stuff. They're just absolutely have, you know, an unforeseen obstacle that, you know, you have a choice there. You know, am I going to, you know, who's going to win here? Is it going to be the brain surgery or am I going to win? And obviously you made up your mind early on that I'm, I'm a champion and I, I'm the champion. I'm the champion of the world and uh, I'm not going to be beat. Yeah. And I, I, I commend you so much for your courage. Well, here's the thing. I grew up with being around the anger, being around the drugs, being around all the negative stuff that you went through that was self-inflicted. I made the choice mm. early on that I don't want to waste my life that way. There was a daily oh, struggle because man. the temptation is there for all of us. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah, and you know, Studies, though, Melissa, studies have shown that, you know, when people do experience these unnatural or sudden degrees of trauma or loss, just, you know, that really just catch us off guard and just slam us, you know, mentally, emotionally Mm -hmm. to the ground. I mean, you know, the natural reaction is to just internalize 
an abnormal degree of just anxiety and fear, you know, and especially when it comes to, you know, the worst kind of trauma, and that's a personal betrayal, you know, and stuff. And, uh, you know, people, you know, people have a tendency to blame themselves. You know, they think if I would have been prettier, if I would have been, you know, uh, more, if I would have been better, you know, and, you know, they suffer significantly in bondage, self-destructive, you know, emotions, you know, and, um, you know, they begin to wrestle with all kinds of different, different things, you know, is life even worth living? And, uh, yes, those are, those moments right there are opportunities. I mean, it's hard if you're in a real bad place right now. I mean, that may be hard for you to comprehend that, but, uh, um, you can, it's how you look at it. It's perspective. And like, like Melissa, like you said, it was a choice there, but, you know, those that can be an opportunity. Right. We have to evaluate ourselves. We have to get our nose out of what other people are doing. And I yeah. say this a lot. We see this. Social media is great for networking. It's great for connecting with other people. But at the same time, we have to focus on ourselves, and we have to do what's in mm. our best interest. We can't inflict what we want onto other people before we fix ourselves first. Oh, my gosh. You know, I, I got a song I wrote. It's, it's not a Rob song. I wrote it for my brother. But the second verse of it just says, you know, don't underestimate the power of the human the human will. You know, when something deep inside of it says, I know I'm going to win, and, uh, you know, it's just a faith that transcends, you know, far beyond this natural realm, you know, and stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's just a part of us that says, you know, it's out there, and I'm not going to quit until uh, I have discovered what what I have, what, it, what, it, what is here for me today. And John Slitt is such a close friend of mine. John Slitt is in the Hall of Fame. He's in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And he was in a band called Head East back in the day. It was a, you know, classic rock band and... Uh, you know, they had a song out, you know, never been any reason to save my life. I'm going down for the last time. This, this is probably before you were born, Melissa, but um, anyhow, yeah, big-time band. But uh, he's got a song out in his, new, in his new band. I mean, it's just an insane band, and it's got a song called Lone Soldier. And it's talking about that wounded person out there, and it says, you know, um, you know, don't, you know, don't toss away, don't throw the hope of that lone soldier out there because it ain't over till you find what is there for you, you know. Don't, you know, don't throw it in. Don't listen to the voices, you know, that says it's over, you know. You know, because we've all got a gift. We've all got an incredibly special look. We we have a purpose here, and, um, you know, I just talking to my wife, just like you were saying, it's, there's so many voices, even our own, even our own doubts that, you know, they're sitting there fighting against us, but, you know, courage is a, is a special thing, and faith is a special thing, and just, uh, but, um, you know, the, the people that have left the greatest impact on this world, 
were the most unsuspecting people you might ever think that would come out here, you know, and, you know, and be what they are today. But, uh, you know, that trauma has a way of, you know, if you, if you, if you're looking at it through the right lens, like, uh, Melissa did trauma can be, you know, the rocket fuel that launches you, that, that, that awakens something inside of you, a fight. It says, I'm not having it, man. I mean, you know, this ain't good enough. You know, this isn't, you know, yeah. And, and, that is about as much time as we have today, and I would love to continue this conversation for hours because obviously we could. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, Melissa, thank you. Oh, my gosh. Uh, I want to tell your audience out there what an incredible honor it was to get to be on a Melissa's show here today. And, uh, you know, uh, she's very patient. It's taken a few few extra days. It wasn't on schedule, but uh, it's just been my incredible joy here today to be on here to have this discussion and listen you know be all you can be out there be encouraged you know be encouraged be you know don't ever be scared don't be dismayed you know and uh thank you guys from the bottom of my heart for uh you know for tuning in and and hearing us today there it's been an honor and again we can find you at ellislucas.com there's a lot of there, your books are there, your music is there. There's a lot of things we didn't have time to touch base on today. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you can find it all right there. And again, thank you so much for being on the show. Well, Melissa, you're more than welcome. It's my pleasure, and uh, thank you. And God bless you guys. And uh, and we'll we'll talk again. Okay. Yep, we'll do that. Thank you very much. Bye-bye. You're more than welcome. Bye-bye.